0: Brothers one podcast. It's SmackMouth Fantasy Football. This is the SmackMouth Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host and commissioner. John joined by your co-host and co-commissioner, Connor. Welcome in, Connor. K-P-A. You're on mute. Yep. Is that the first time that you've actually said your last name? Uh, I don't know. I
1: don't know. It just felt a little weird there. But, you know, get the name out there. Definitely. We need to let the sponsors know who we are.
0: I mean... Anybody that's listening to this is in a league with me, probably, so they know my last name based on my username. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. No. No. We've got
0: people all over the, the globe listening. Yeah, maybe somebody we know is on vacation listening in Mexico right now. There you go. Um. Well, tonight we are changing it up because it's the end of the season and I'm tired. Burned all the work. <laughs> um, so we're gonna do quick reviews for Dynasty. look at the standings draft order trades, which there was a a trade, I guess to talk about couple trades. okay? <laughs> Excuse me, I've got a tickle in my throat. I might cough a few times. I did write some divisional breakdown uh intro majiggers for Dynasty. Then we'll do D1, D2, and Pirate League. Wrap up with dad jokes at the end. So, I don't have my drops tonight. So let's get into Dynasty. (laughs) Weekly review.
1: Nice. They'll never know. They will never know.
0: I am the the voice guy. Yep, of course. Stole that joke from other people. What what are we here for if not to steal jokes from other podcasts? Looking at week twelve in the Dynasty League, it was the rivalry showdown week. And we had some not really close games. But we I, had one. Man, I guess goofus. you could you could call it two.
1: But I would say the closest one was the uh the church group. Showdown mm. between uh Baxter
0: and Dylan. There it, it was a it was decided by eight points. So Dilly moves to 10 and 2 on the season, locks up the division title with the win, mm-hmm. uh, beating the little cameraman supporters and Baxter who drops to five and seven. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Yes, yep. And right. so Dilly wins at 179 to 171. Uh, maybe the Best matchup or the one with the most implications was the Nompton Bulldogs against the Archive. The Archive was um eight and three, and they dropped this one to the Bulldogs. So the Bulldogs moved to eight and four. The archive is now eight and four. Bulldogs went at one fifty nine to one thirty five. you, Connor.
1: Injuries there is kind of what got the archive. ETN out in the first quarter.
0: And it, yeah, it looks it like Darnell help. Mooney was in. Well, he got hurt during the game, so.
1: Oh, it was it was very yeah. early. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so those those two two big injuries right off the <clears> bat, <throat> bat ended up losing by. Ended up losing by twenty three, which, I mean, ETN's averaging thirteen, and and Darnell Mooney is averaging eight, so there's twenty one. So anything could have happened there.
0: And it was Will's, I was going to say it was his lowest score since week one, but in week 11, so just last week, he scored one of six. So mm-hmm. he's been on a, on a little bit of a downturn slope. the last couple of weeks. So he needs to turn that around because he, he is going to make the playoffs, it appears. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then me and you, Connor, faced off and I moved to nine and three. Who would have thought? After going four and what, 10 last year? Technically
1: four and 10. Yeah.
0: I would argue three and 11, but Uh, eight. I'm now nine and three, beating you 207 to 155. You moved to six and six on the year. Then we had the.
1: Just like I I forecasted.
0: Yep. We had the. um... I almost called this a derogatory term. (laughs) (laughs) Battle of the females. I was going to call it the booby battle. (laughs) well i mean that's a lot better than what it i mean whenever you said derogatory i i i went a lot places worse than that so all right well now it's deemed the booby battle and katrina wins it (laughs) 161 over katie 144 so that moves the soldier fields to five and seven equaling it up with uh katie who's also now five and seven then we had a mismatch. We had Jamar rule against In the Name of Science. In the Name of Science moves to one and eleven. Uh, losing one oh six to one forty-seven. Jake now at seven and five.
1: <clears throat> and then we also And the one had... I didn't
0: put on here. <laughs>
1: yep. Another mismatch was uh well, we didn't think it was gonna be a mis- mismatch at the beginning of the year, but mismatch uh mexican win and the replacements beat the grocery baggers in Amon by almost 100 points 180 to 84 the uh the replacements have come on hot they mm-hmm. won
0: five in a row so they're one in six and now they're six and six yeah very impressive tis and as we'll talk in a moment finding themselves in the midst of the playoff hunt. Nah. I mean, it's possible. It's it's unlikely, but it's True. possible. True. And so going into looking at the standings, we'll look at the divisional standings first. We took a week off from divisional play this last week, Thanksgiving week with the rivalry showdown. Um, but looking at the Science Never Sleeps division, who currently houses the number one seed in the league, <clears throat> with dilly dilly who's now 10 and two uh locked up the division as they have a four game lead in the win column over the archive and will who's eight and four connor you and antonio both at six and six katie at five and seven ryan at one and eleven at the bottom in the nompton division i'm a victory away from locking up the division title at nine and three David is one game back at eight and four Jake one game back of David at seven and five Katrina and Baxter at five and seven and Eamon down at two and ten so looking at the current playoff picture we've got Dylan at the one seed myself at the two seed Will and David are tied and record at eight and four but Will is ahead of David by about 150 points So Will's in the three seed, David in the four seed, Jake at seven, the only seven and five team in the league Hmm. is in the five seed. And then the six seed goes to the remaining uh, participant with the highest points, who is Katrina, who is actually the fifth highest scoring team in the league with a record of five and seven. She essentially has this six seed locked up. However, there are some, unlikely scenarios where she wins out goes to seven and seven Jake potentially loses um, but it look he's yeah he'd have to lose out he'd have to lose the final two weeks to get to seven and seven but he has about 150 point advantage on Katrina in terms of points so it's likely he would still get the tiebreaker there's also scenarios where you and Antonio Connor can get into the five seed as Jake is seven and five, you and Antonio six and six, you'd likely have to both win out. I have not looked at the matchups. I do you know if you play Antonio at the end of the you don't. I do not. So, so you both still have a chance. Antonio plays Dilly this week. You play Ryan. In week fourteen, and Antonio plays the Archive and you play Katie. Mm-hmm. So Antonio definitely an uphill battle to get to eight and six, which is likely what it would take for you or Antonio to try and find your way into the five seed. I didn't even think of that are... one. And then
1: te- technically, if, if David loses both his games, then mm-hmm. if I won both my games, we'd both be at eight at six, eight and six. And I'm only about 40 points behind David now. So technically I could, there's a slim chance I can make it up to the four seed.
0: Same with yeah, Antonio. So I guess if he
1: scores score some points.
0: Technically the four and the five seed are still open to the teams that aren't beating Katrina out in terms of points. I'd say Katrina basically has the six seed locked up at this point, especially if she can get Justin Fields to come back and play. Yeah. And, team. and Jake really has, to be honest, he has the five. He's, he's basically locked in
1: the playoffs. Jake is. Cause yeah, of Jake how many points be, he has.
0: Jake could end up anywhere from the three to the five, five seed, probably. Yep.
1: And, and but I would like to point out that Jake going on to is very unlikely. Uh, this week he plays the grocery baggers, and it's projected to win by sixty points right now. And then next week he does play the plays um, oh, me. Where would he go? Oh, he does play you, so that well, he could he could season. lose there. But um, I would need a miracle from <clears throat> the grocery baggers. Who are, who still have Almond Ross St. Brown, uh, Kenneth Walker, and Tyler Algier on their taxi squad?
0: I did. We'll see, I, we'll see what I decide to do. I might want to rest my players in week uh, 14 to get ready for the, you know, get the extra week of rest. <laughs> well, <laughs> again, I think you're a turd, but I think uh,
1: Jake wins handily this week, anyways. Though I did. Uh, promptly i'll be transparent i did promptly send amen a uh a message saying that i think he should uh, start take almond raw saint brown and kenneth walker off of his taxi squad so they can get some game action this year mm-hmm. so you kind of know just so you know what you have for next year Um i think it's important for those young kids to get in in the lineup so so when if he if he does want to win next year they know what winning feels like that's that's just my opinion uh, but I think it'd be a smart move for you. Uh, did he, he like that advice, or um, he did the typical Amon <clears throat> response, and that is no response. Ah, uh, um, so I I don't know what he thought of that. So that's why I'm I'm somewhat pleading here on the, uh, the podcast, the mic. That's,
0: that's <coughs> that leads us into the draft pick order where Amon. I'm not going to say he has it locked up, but he's should feel pretty secure in the number one draft pick right now with total draft points of 1,590. That is a, about 150 points less than Ryan. Who's in the next spot, which he doesn't have his pick. David does mm-hmm. at 1747. Antonio is at the three seed with 2139 uh baxter at the four 22 42 katie at the five 24 34 and connor currently you at the six 25 Mm -hmm. 12 and so correct me if i'm wrong now but you in this position currently now have the four five and six seed
1: i do not have i don't
0: have i don't have my
1: own pick antonio has my my pick so i would have the four five and then wherever david ends up
0: okay um so you're however david to miss the playoffs
1: I mean, I am, but I don't. I, don't, I just you wouldn't don't be think mad if you happen. got
0: in the playoffs and David didn't.
1: Hundred percent, you're right. I also <laughs> want to be mad if Antonio keeps on scoring like a boss, because he's only 100 points. Again, this is overall uh, <laughs> starting lineup and bench for draft pick order. Because if he just scores 100. 100- 105 more points than Baxter does over these next two weeks. Again, entire roster, not including Taxi Squad. Then Antonio, hopefully he's not listening to this, but Antonio will move to the number four overall pick and then Baxter's pick would move up to the number three.
0: You're on mute. I'd say it is a possibility because uh, Baxter does have Kyler on bye this week. Back he has he has Kyler on bye this week and uh I mean
1: like we said the uh, replacements are have won five in a row. They've got the the big contributors have been obviously Jalen Hurts, Ramondre Stevenson, Garrett Wilson, Pat Fryermouth have been doing good, DK Mac Metcalf has shown up, AJ Dillon's actually been doing something, and then Kenny Pickett's uh has a, at least been uh like decent, not to mention James Connor's on the bench, but he's been balling out the last couple of weeks as well. So um
0: It will see a good success story if Antonio went from 101 to playoffs.
1: That'd be very impressive, but he would have to he would have to win both, and then either I don't win both. It, it would be I mean basically he has the same thing as me, but he's 70 point 80 points behind me on points. But um yeah, so for the games right now, as the playoff picture would be, it would be Will versus Katrina, so the 3-6 matchup, and then David versus Jake, the 4-5 matchup, because, again, one and twos get the bye. Um, and I was looking at today, it is set up where the next round, whatever the lowest seed that wins, then that's who Dylan plays. So the number one overall seed will always play the lowest seed. Which could be a blessing or a curse. It's kind of could be a curse with that eighth spot being to points. Yeah, but then again, a all hot team, all, all the playoff teams right now are are over eighteen hundred, except for David. So, um, yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah, and exhaust? then I was going to say just a, a full recap of the draft pick order it'd be amon 1 this is like for the actual picks amon 1 david 2 antonio 3 myself connor 4 and 5 and then antonio also 6 at the moment and then if you keep going up um based on the playoff picture if they just finished like that amon would have the 6 um, I believe Jake still has his first, he'd have the seven, I would have the eight, Will would have the nine, Eamon would have the eleven, and then uh Ryan. Ryan, Ryan would, would have, have the, tw- the the twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously that would it's it is not a snake, so that would carry over to rounds two, three, um, four. But obviously what you're We've done a lot of trading, so those picks are all over the place.
0: So I'm not going to try that. That is true. All right. <clears throat> we had a couple of trades go through in the last uh 24 hours or so. Definitely in the last 24 hours. The one I woke up to this morning was a killer. Connor stabbed me in the back. <laughs> uh, Connor sends away. Jimmy Garoppolo in a 2023 20, second, his own getting back a 2023 20, first. David's 23 first, which you mentioned, is currently the 108, mm-hmm. 109, and also got Baxter's 20 uh, 23 second back. So swapping seconds, uh, potentially moving up a little bit in the second, yep. as it currently sits and getting a first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo and moving back a little bit in the second. I, was, um, I was really I had offered you a better trade option, but you chose to go with the lesser one. That is interesting. What was your trade offer again? Uh, well, I'm going to keep that close to the vest because it could be a piece that's uh, involved in another trade.
1: Okay. If you did not say that, yet. if you did not say that, then I was going to put you on blast for your quote-unquote better offer. Um, but I also had a couple other offers from other people as well. So, um, no, Jimmy G was a hot commodity. Well, uh, I don't know. I think he's a decent play the rest of the year because of all the weapons he has. Um, I think he'll get a starting spot next year. But I also reached out to the top uh, five to six teams seeing if they mm-hmm. wanted i would say <sighs> it's smart um to see and if they i guess i should have expected
0: order. that after i took the initiative to reach out and start the conversation i that's
1: uh, that's that's fair but i have had talks with at least two other people prior to you reaching out so it's not it's not a <clears throat> either way if you don't get butt hurt, cool i got a first round so
0: and so in response to connor's blockbuster i made a blockbuster of my own i acquired uh, Marty Ryan from the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts for a 24th <laughs> round pick. So uh, Matt Ryan, welcome welcome to the squad, sir.
1: I mean, if you're going to pay, if you're going to acquire Matt Ryan, I think that's probably the price that you need to pay. Um,
0: um, and I and not good about it. I mean, especially
1: sure. Katie. is Katie, not looking like she's not going to make the playoffs. Actually, I think it's actually impossible for her to make the playoffs not impossible, but pretty dang slim.
0: Yeah. A lot of things have to happen.
1: No, definitely impossible. Um, but, uh, she's out of the playoff picture and it's either, I don't think Matt Ryan plays next year. Do you
0: not with the way he's looking this year? There's unless Indianapolis trades him, he's going to be on the Colts next year if he doesn't retire. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I guess there's a, possibility he starts a few games if the Colts draft a rookie. But yeah, that's that would be um, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't He'd expect him. Someone to good be a to learn behind. Starter. He looks very old right now.
1: Yeah, he can't move uh, whatsoever. I'm I'm looking up his contract right now. He is he is signed for next year. Yes. And has an I, 18 million dollar dead cap.
0: I'm essentially looking at this as a trying to sure up a QB two spot for the rest of the season. For me, anything You're I rough. get on top of that next year is just gravy. Um, my fear is that if the Packers lose another game, they didn't then have a week 14 bye, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play the rest of the season. Um, I think they're going to shut him down or he's just going to say, I'm not going to play for the rest of the season because of the thumb injury. So that would leave me with Patrick Mahomes, a shutdown Matt Stafford, and a shutdown Aaron Rodgers <laughs> as my quarterbacks. So, just,
1: just as a refresher, can you refresh the, uh, the
0: listeners on how you acquired Matt Stafford? I traded Marcus Mariota and a second for Matt Stafford to Jake. Um, that also comes with. Prior to the season, I traded. Um, I traded Trubisky to Katie, I think, for a second before the rookie draft. Maybe That sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> um, for Perse. Have... You got Brissett Oh yeah, and you got... in a second. I think is what it was. Yep. Um, so, and then I guess I and... traded Brissett at some point. You traded Brissett
1: away uh, a month and a half ago in October. You got a, a 23 third for Brissett.
0: That's right. So, so he had
1: he had four or five more games left to play and you traded him away for that. That's right. And then uh, you got Brissett and Wills 22 second um,
0: for Trubisky back in
1: August. So this is before the season even started.
0: Right. So I've traded a lot of quarterbacks this year. When I acquired Matt Stafford, I thought he was going to be playing the rest of the year. Um, hmm. that didn't work out, <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, would I rather have Marcus Mariota than Matt Ryan? Yes, did and I Matt trade Stafford combined? Yeah, maybe I think Matt Stafford. I mean, hopefully, he'll be healthy next year. Yeah, I mean, him. the Rams can't he- afford to move on from him, so. They can't afford to move on from them, and they can't afford to,
1: or they can't afford, but they don't have any first or second round picks. I'm pretty sure. So,
0: uh, any, I guess we'll do waivers because Connor uh, dropped a load on Bam Night. Oh no, okay. that will drop the load on Bam Night. with yeah. sixty nine dollar dues. Nice. Lots of lots of bids on Bam Night. Will sixty nine, Ryan forty six, Connor thirty three, Katrina twenty six, me twenty one, Katie ten, Mexican seven, Jake and Dilly at zero, and then do you do you think he has a role at all? I think he has a role, but I think I would imagine James Robinson takes most of the carries.
1: Did you hear why James Robinson was uh, a healthy scratch and Zonovan and Bam Knight was
0: active? I heard the conspiracy, which I think is very interesting.
1: Oh, what's the conspiracy? I don't know the conspiracy. I just about heard the conditional a quote trade
0: from oh, oh, I did hear that. Let the people know. So when the jet when the Jets and Jaguars made the trade, it's for a fifth round pick, with the condition on it that it could move up to a fourth round pick. So I think the yardage number is like two hundred and fifty yards. If James Robinson gets two hundred and fifty yards the Jets pick moves from a fifth to a fourth. And so the Jets are trying to like, he already has 60 yards, I think, since he's been with the Jets. And so the Jets are trying to make it to where it's not a fourth round pick. It's a fifth round pick, but they may not have a choice now with Michael Carter's injury. Right, but uh, Zonovan or Bam
1: Knight, I'll just stick with that. Um, There was a quote, I can't find it off, off the top, but basically they're saying that Robert Sala said that Bam Knight was active instead of uh, James Robinson due to his running style and how he is a one-cut-and-go type of guy. Uh, Robert Sala mentioning the um, uh, that that's kind of the go-to running back model for that the type of scheme that they're that they're uh, running, which is this is. Like, Offensive coordinators from 49ers, right? Yeah, that's the 49ers run scheme. So 49ers, Miami, uh, just think, Raheem Mostert, Tevin (laughs) Coleman, uh, Elijah Mitchell. A lot of those those guys are just fast, one-cut runners. And so he was saying that Bam Knight was uh, a better one-cut runner, and that is why he was activated.
0: Yeah, uh, Knight is a rookie out of NC State. Um, so he, oh. I guess this is the first time he's been added to a roster in our dynasty league. He's, he was on the radar for me in draft yep. season, but, uh, didn't get good draft capital. So here's the
1: quote, uh, Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, said, I think everyone saw Bam had some fresh legs. He was juicy as a runner. He gets Ooh. North and South quick. So he's a one cut runner, which is kind of the staple of our scheme. Yeah so uh
0: lucky Here. me i got benny snell for ten dollars you got tevin coleman and ty johnson so good luck with that i was really trying to <clears throat> i was trying to get the whole jets backfield
1: because mm-hmm. i have michael carter i have Brees hall in my ir so i was trying to get bam knight and ty johnson but i actually grabbed tevin coleman i've heard that he might he's been on their practice squad i heard he there's there's whispers that he's going to get called up and be the main uh, relief back for Tevin Coleman so Jordan Mason can stay on special teams and whatnot. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I I mean, I just dropped another 30-year-old running back for
0: him. It's not that big of a deal. All right. We spent too long on that. Let's get to the <laughs> weekly breakdown. Uh, And I'll go first. Top matchup in the Nompton division is the top two teams in the division. The warmest regards at nine and three, taking on the Nompton Bulldogs at eight and four. The regards are on the verge of locking up the division title and the Bulldogs have all but locked up a playoff spot. Can the regards spank the dogs for the division title or will the dogs bite back and keep their chances at a division title alive?
1: Wow! Yeah, that's you got the hands in and everything. Bad dog. Um, I, I will dog. also mention, uh, if you win. Oh no! Math. I right, could be thirteen. You're you're officially even your regular season record now, from being nine and three this year. So if
0: kind of you 500? win
1: this, you'll be you'll be over five hundred for the first time ever in regular season play. Nice. So, congrats. Uh, top matchup in the Science Never Sleeps division. It is the replacements who are six and six <laughs> against the uh, the division winners Dilly Dilly, who's ten and two. The replacements are sitting at five hundred and actually have a chance to make the playoffs, as we just said. But they have to keep winning. Dilly Dilly, on the other hand, has locked up the divisional title. Can the replacements take down the divisional division leader? To keep their playoffs hopes alive or the Dillies officially lock up week one playoff bye and send the replacements they're back not. to looking forward Correct, oh, they I have, have wrote
0: this before we realized that
1: yep they, uh, they well they, you could still technically you could still get the number
0: one seed yeah so they're trying to so lock they, up the one seed yeah. but they, they already have locked up a bye week in the playoffs Oh, true. I, I was thinking top two one. seeds. Yep, that's correct. We're professional. Next in the Nompton division is the Cameraman Supporters at five and seven against the Soldier Fields at five and seven. The Cameraman Supporters are on a three-game slide and have likely seen their playoff chances slide away at the same time. Soldier Fields, however, has won three straight and are currently sitting the sixth seed with a comfortable points lead. Will the two trends continue with the soldier fields pushing the cameraman to the side, or will the supporters win in spite of their midget quarterback being on by and staying up all night playing COD, Call of Duty?
1: Fun fun fact: I tried to play some COD last night. How'd that uh, go? I'm fr- I'm so bad. I used I, to be good.
0: I've never been good at shooter games. I used
1: to be good at what back in back in high Modern Warfare Two, the real ones know the real call of duty the best one there was um i'm i'm trash now i'm just old um you gotta get on the Fortnite sticks i did after that and i gotta win <laughs> oh geez anyways uh congrats next... thanks thanks i i've gotta win somewhere so uh next in the science Center sleeps division is the dirty south spartans versus the archive the spartans are all but eliminated from playoff contention while the archive is playing for seeding, can the Spartans crack open their playoff window or will the archive ensure a top four seed in the playoffs?
0: Didn't want to use the abbreviation?
1: No, I don't. I don't. Mm. I, I'm not a fan of that abbreviation of saying the playoffs. <laughs> you can use it in your next one.
0: Uh, Jamar rules f- seven and five, taking on the grocery baggers at two. Come and on, ten. Eamon. Activate them. Activate. It seems as though Jamar is gearing up for a playoff run while the Baggers have all but locked up the 101. Will Jamar getting Jamar back in the lineup prove to be the missing piece to their championship run, or will the Baggers look to play spoiler and bag up their third win of the year?
1: You say missing piece for the championship run, but Jamar Rule is trying to put Kamara uh, on the block today. Saying if anyone's trying to make a push, let me know. So
0: Maybe he should trade him to his wife. Whoa, collusion. (gasps) Nothing like a little uh, pillow talk talking dynasty trades. (laughs) Uh,
1: Hey, boo, you want to
0: get that guy that crushed a guy's face in Vegas over the summer? He'd be a great addition.
1: I forgot about that, but that's a very good point because he'll probably be spinning next year. Um, Last matchup of the week is the fantasy football team versus In the Name of Science, who's 1-11. Fantasy football team is 6-6. The fantasy football team are looking to keep their slim, very slim playoff hopes alive as they need to beat In the Name of Science while scoring as many points as possible. In the name Science, however, should simply be rooting against Dilly to help the lone first round pick he owns improve its standing. Mm. Yeah. So how did he get Dylan's first round pick again?
0: Did you send um, it to him? Dylan, yeah. Dylan traded it to me for Pacheco, and then I traded it to Ryan for Josh Jacobs. So the classic Pacheco for Jacobs trade. Yep, exactly. That's it for Dynasty. We're going to head right into D1. Let's try and make this a little more snippy snappy. Uh, week 12 was a good one. With the Rona Raiders taking down the Alien Invasion. Alien Invasion now losing two straight. So that makes the Rona Raiders now uh, 6, 7, and 5. Alien Invasion 9 and 3. Rona takes it 159 to 130. Christian Mingle takes down n eight easy being cheesy <laughs> 148 to 107. That moves Christian Mingle to eight and four. It ain't easy being cheesy to five and seven. Hope these records are accurate. Uh, yeah, Matt, yeah. yeah. Math checks out. Yep. Uh eye cream for TDs is now eight, <laughs> excuse me, nine and three. With a 204 to 157 win over Watson Waxoff, who moves to 3 and 9. Recon Destroy beat Cooper Squared 147 to 120. Recon Destroy now up to 8 and 4. Mixing it up also moves to 8 and 4, beating the Brown Borough 157 to 114. And Broncos Country sit down, <laughs> gets a victory. <laughs> as what is that? The second highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, it is. 193 to 151. Moving All I had five to do... and seven for you, Connor.
1: All I had to do was trade away <clears throat> Russell Wilson. This is the first week without Russ, and I am the second highest scoring team in the league. He just brings the whole team down.
0: And we did have some movement in the standings with the Alien Invasion's <sighs> second loss in a row. They dropped to the two seed. Yours truly at the one seed.
1: I'm just nine mad. There's three,
0: nine and three at the top.
1: There are three teams that are not going to make the playoffs that have more points than the number two overall seed.
0: So if she loses out, she will end at nine and five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So technically, David, who is seven and five sitting in the six seed out. right now, could win out and get to the two seed. Um, We do have three, eight, and four teams who clearly are still in the hunt for the one or the two seed. We've got the highest scoring team in the league, second highest scoring team in the league. David is actually the highest scoring team in the league at Mm -hmm. seven and five, holding down the sixth seed right now. Um, So basically the best chance, Connor, for you or Basically the
1: three through six six seeds have to win out and Katie has to lose all of them. And then... Mm -hmm. It'd be a battle before between me, Ryan, and Mexican. uh, uh Basically, who can score the most points in the next two weeks.
0: Yep. <clears throat> so right now, the playoffs is me at the one, Katie at the two, Baxter and Christian Mingle at the three, Reek and Destroy at the four, Eamon mixing it up at the five, and David at the six. So if... Eamon is the lowest scoring eight and four team at 1791. Uh Ryan and Cooper Squared has 1695 points. Uh Antonio has sixteen fifty five, and Connor, you have sixteen thirty-three. So mm-hmm. you all have some catching up to do to Eamon, and you have to hope that Eamon loses. And Even David though he's moves locked. up to the David moves up to the five seed. He has the locked indicator there because the 6 seed is not awarded to points in the sleeper system. So yep, it was based but, on the uh, Am- They'd be locked in.
1: Eamon has won four in a row uh, though. So he, he is, he might not be scoring the most points, even though, I mean, points wise, he's still scoring more than all of us, but um, yeah, it, it's, it's not looking good. Looking like slim hope. Let's see. Last week, Eamon had, or this past week, he had 157. Uh, the week before that, he had 114. So he's not def- not blowing uh, anyone out of the water. <laughs> he's not blowing anyone out of the water with his point scoring. But there is technically still a chance that uh, most likely Ryan would get in unless the, the Katie fall goes all the way down to uh, the sixth seed for her.
0: Right now, looking at the toilet bowl, the 11 and 12 seeds are... Dilly Dylan and Watson wax off and Hunter CDs nuts there are three teams at the bottom at three and nine <clears throat> so you definitely don't want to be in the 11 and 12 seeds and get a buy in the toilet bowl you want as many chances to win and win your way out of the toilet bowl as you can um so we'll see how that shakes out we'll keep an eye on it as the season goes I would the- say Hunter has one of those seeds locked up it's because it's the, it's the
1: bottom three teams get kicked out, kick, kicked yep. down to the bottom. So if you have a bye the first week, even if you win the first week, you have to win the second week too so you
0: don't get kicked out. No, if you win the first – so if you play the first week of the toilet bowl and you win, you're done. You're. I'm saying you're if, if you have the
1: bye. Like if yeah. like Hunter and Dylan, they have the oh, bye. Yeah. So the first yeah. week they play, if they win, they go to the third place game. Yeah, or the ninth place game, and you have to win that to get eight instead of nine. So
0: yeah, that's true. Oh, Got to win I'm two. Just,
1: I think I've locked up at least not being the uh, on the buy.
0: I guess technically and, I could lose the next two, but um, if in it if it ain't easy being cheesy, isn't careful, they could easily find themselves with a buy in the toilet bowl. They're on a four game slide and they're the mm. lowest scoring team in the league. Ooh, I did not notice
1: that. Yeah, all the, the, the lower teams, it ain't easy being cheesy. Four games, lost four games in a row. Cooper Squared lost three games in a row. Watson walks that walks off four games in a row. So there's a lot of down arrows in the 8 through 12. Um, mm-hmm. It's not looking good.
0: Um, <clears throat> Looking at waivers that ran this morning, Connor, you got Bam Knight for 20. Bam! Ryan got Richie James for 18. David got Jalen Warren for 14. Antonio got Mason, Jordan Mason. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah McKenzie, Spirals got Hasty. I got Watkins. Connor, you got Boone. And I got my prince, Daryl Henderson, who I just can't quit. Your prince? My prince. He's been on my I drafted him, and then I traded him away, and then Dylan dropped him, and now I've picked him up. Hmm. Nice. It's gone full well, circle. Uh,
1: uh, Mexican also picked up Benny Snell right after the waivers went through as well. So just to complete that.
0: Um looking at the matchups for week 13, the best matchup in the league. Is Christian Mingle versus Reek and Destroy? Both teams are eight and four. This is a three-four seed matchup in the Ooh. playoffs right now. So this is a true um game for division for seeding for sure. Uh Christian Mingle is the second highest scoring team. Possibly league. for a bye. Yep. Uh Christian Mingle is the second highest scoring team in the league. Reek and destroy is the third highest scoring team in the league. So these are two high-powered teams uh trying to. St- solidify their playoff standing and potentially stay in the hunt for a week one playoff by rona raiders takes on mixing it up another playoff matchup this is the five and the six seed currently rona raiders at seven and five mixing it up at eight and four um rona seems pretty safe based on their points if mixing Mm -hmm. it up can't score points and win the matchup here they are at risk of falling out of the playoffs Alien Invasion is 9 and 3 taking on the Brown Burrow who is 3 and 9. The Brown Burrow has been playing better the last couple weeks even though they mm-hmm. lost last week. Um so we'll see will the Alien Invasion will they stop their slide or will they continue to fall down the ranks. Uh, I am I Kareem for TD's is 9 and 3 taking on CD's Nuts at 3 and 9, another palindrome game. Um the Nuts are down bad but they're starting to score a little bit more uh, we'll see if i can continue my winning streak connor you're at five and seven taking on Watson wax off at three and nine you feeling good about this matchup
1: uh i never feel good about any matchups in this league
0: it's been a um, rough year i i assume dylan's gonna plug deshaun watson straight into his lineup
1: he it is he is in his lineup right now. That, that I didn't great. ask
0: you this. Are you plugging Deshaun into your dynasty right roster? I am. Week?
1: I'm going for the revenge game narrative. Okay. So typically the reason why quarterbacks don't do good against Houston is because they get up by a bunch of points, so then they just they just run the ball and forget about it. I think uh Stefanski and, and all of them are gonna just Deshaun Watson full go. Because what better Sean
0: Watson must be really pissed he got traded away from a place he didn't want to be and then got $250 million guaranteed. I'm not saying, but the before he got
1: in trouble for touching people or whatever you want to call what he did, um he uh he was literally sitting out because he had disagreement with the front office and how they handled things. So he does not like that franchise either. And then all the uh charges came up against him uh and all that. So I but I just think what better way everyone's saying like, well he might be Rust, he might be this. Well what better way to shake the rust off than to uh um be up by three touchdowns in the first half and then just be able to get all the work all the kinks out in uh
0: the second half. I can't imagine the reception for him will be very warm in Houston. Oh it's at Houston? Yeah. Mm, yep. Uh and then the last matchup of the week is Cooper Squared at four and eight, taking on it ain't easy being cheesy at five and seven. Again, as I mentioned, it ain't easy being cheesy, better find a way to score points or win some games. Or they're gonna have a tough time in the toilet bowl. That's it for D one. Let's look at <coughs> D two. Where in week twelve, the highest scoring teams were again Rick Flair, the Truffle Shufflers, at two hundred and seventeen points. That's the second week in a row they've been the top scoring team in the league. Katie's really dropped, or not Katie. Katrina's really dropped off mm. the top scoring teams in the league, but she's still kind of like think
1: medium, is... medium digs energy.
0: Mm-hmm. She still should feel safe in her standing.
1: Yeah, but she's she's going for she's going for a uh, a buy two. Again, we talked about how important the buy is in D two because you're just trying to be in the top three. So a yep. buy win
0: one, get a buy and win one game in the playoffs, you get yep. you promoted. You get
1: win or buy, you win one of two. That's all you gotta yep. do, and you can get promoted.
0: Then you're moving on up. The number two scoring team in the league is a, a distant second to the truffle shufflers is flow. 30-34, The Dak attack. There you go. One hundred and sixty-nine points. He is still the one seed. He's won six in a row. He is eleven and one. He is the number one seed currently. You know, what's, but it's you know also not impressive? safe. Oh. Not safe yet.
1: What's also impressive is that he has all hundred dollars of his Fab left. <laughs> to be honest, so did he just kill I... the draft? Huh? Did he just oh. kill the draft? I guess. Yeah. Yes, he has killed it um but on uh, to got be honest players
0: on there that he clearly picked up but to be honest i don't know, know Fab?
1: i don't think he's ever played in a league with Fab so i think he doesn't know <laughs> so maybe I'll, I'll shoot him a text and let him know about that if he needs any people going forward cuz
0: uh could help him out but yeah good job zay he's doing the he's doing the risky double tied in play with pat farmouth and dalton schultz yep he drafted
1: both of them and i cuz i remember being like what are you doing but
0: Muth it, in the tenth, and Schultz in the fifth.
1: I mean, I can't say anything about it because he is crushing it. Like in the draft, he got—I remember him drafting Josh Jacobs and Amari Cooper, and like Dalton Schultz really early, and then Adam Thielen. I was like, "What are you doing, man?" And uh, I'm wrong. So looks I'm like he traded him. to
0: acquire Thielen. He traded Garrett Wilson for Thielen and Evan Ingram back at the beginning of October.
1: He sent Drake for Ingram straight up. Or he got Kenyon Drake and sent yeah. Evan Ingram.
0: So he's made um, some trades. He he has. So, he's I mean, he's... Joe Mixon on his bench. Yeah, that's yep. a good team. 11-1 for Dak Attack. And the third scoring team in the league is jace Jace1023. D two, this guy sucks. 160 points. He was the third highest scoring team in the league, and he lost to the second highest scoring team in the league.
1: And that's why he is two and ten, and currently the 11th seed with no chance of moving up.
0: Uh, let's see, fifteen eighty two. The six seed is currently Kiro with eighteen twenty nine.
1: Yeah, he's basically locked that in. So that, so really, it's it's up to the top four seeds, I think are no, not, not, I think they are locked in. Um, so it yeah. really just comes down to Clinton suicide squad. Name your team tour 23 and a half.
0: Those three. Yep. They're fighting guess, for the five seed.
1: Technically Chalavi. No, nope. even if nope. you're eliminated. You suck. Um, name your team. So the, those three teams, uh, are literally fighting for the fifth seed because Kiro's got the he's he's almost two hundred points more than all those people, <laughs> at least 150
0: points. Uh I and mean, Clinton them. Suicide Squad beat two or twenty-three and a half this week. So that's why Oh, it's huge. Um so let's see week thirteen, let's see who those three teams are playing.
1: So tour twenty three uh, plays the number twelve overall seed mm-hmm. or team, but is favored to lose by twenty. Um I'm not sure why Matt
0: Ryan in the Superflex Russell yeah. Wilson on his uh, bench
1: Marquise Hollywood Brown is is on a bye. um I don't know I think, but that's a big game for uh Papa j Lob if he wants to stay in uh name your team is is playing so two or twenty four well,
0: out of oh yeah
1: he <laughs> is playing uh the 11 seed so they're getting the best possible matchups they can uh name your team is actually favored to win this one by 11 uh and then clinton suicide squad unfortunately plays the number two overall team uh that's a bad draw yep so really it's it's the ball's in name your team's court if if he wins he's he has the best chance of winning got the inside track to the He's got the inside seed. track. That's a good good way to phrase that. Uh and then just glance oh, yeah. at week 14. Then,
0: yeah, two or tw- so name your team two or twenty-four plays Dak Attack in week fourteen. Oh, and then uh, Clinton Suicide Squad plays Groot, who's the twelfth seed, and then uh two or twenty-three and a half plays the oh. two seed. So oh, it could so- really come down to this week. Those those three it teams. It really could, yeah. but
1: I mean, if Clinton Suicide Squad loses this week. And the other two win, then the next week, Clinton Suicide Squad looks like they're gonna win against the 12th seed, and the other two are playing the top two seeds, yeah. so they could lose. So then it'll come down to points. And right now, Clinton Suicide Squad has 1.18 more points than name your team. Oh jeez.
0: Oh, and don't forget there's still week 14 by weeks, so that's fun.
1: Oh, and there's like <laughs> a a million of them. So, like, yeah. week 14, oh, j you're done. <laughs> week 14, you're projected with 43 Falcons, points. Falcons,
0: Packers, Colts, Saints, Commanders.
1: Listen to the, these people that uh, J-Lop has on by on week 14. Alvin Kamara, Antonio Gibson, Michael Pittman, Cole Komet, A.J. Dillon, Matt Ryan. So, Robert he has Tongan, no team. Carson Wentz.
0: <laughs> so, he has no team.
1: Yeah, he's – you're you're done. So, tour 24, 24 – and uh and jam It you're duking it out whoever can 16, win
0: six teams on by in week 14 falcons bears packers colts saints commanders it's dumb i hope you're not i hope you've got your playoff spots locked up before week 14 let's see who's i don't remember who's on by this week so let me look real quick <clears throat> uh
1: there's only two teams on by carolina okay
0: and carolina and the cardinals yep uh, I listened to
1: one podcast and they're like, why couldn't you just move like two of those teams to this week? But also I, I am, I am in the camp of
0: no team should have a week 14 by that's too, no team too have long to 13. wait for a buy.
1: I think it should be five, like 12 is the max. Yeah. Like five through 12. Just get your buys out of the way. The whole point of it is to let your players rest up. Like no, I think the commander's, in the week fourteen, buy are the only ones that are like actually projected to make the playoffs right now. So like no one else needs a needs a buy. But anyways, let's let's jump down to the pirate <coughs> league now, matey. Yar, go ahead. All right, we need to. You want to just go straight to the standings and
0: the big moves that are yep. happening? Yep. So lots of movement in the pirate league. Uh, the one in the two seed they flipped this week. So, the two seed, Queen Anne's Revenge, F Baller's bum. He's on a four game slide. He's gone two weeks in a row without winning a matchup against his opponent or the median. Now down to 19 and 5. Does have a playoff spot locked up, however. And actually has 2005. Has 2,051 points scored last year for the whole season. He only scored 1,925 points. So he scored more points this season than he did all of last season. Mm. Kind of interesting. Congratulations. <clears throat> so Antonio, who still hasn't named his team. Antonio, if you're going to win this league, please name your team so I don't have to put your dumb username on the trophy. Agreed. That's mm. uh, So they're now the one seed at 20-4. and four. Kiro is at the three seed, still sixteen and eight. Fantasy Island and Jake is at the four seed, fifteen and nine, tied with the five seed, also fifteen and nine, with Jay Lock and, the, and those, Davy Jones. Pirate Peach. Those five teams are locked in
1: the playoffs, but they can still move based on seeding. So congratulations for making the playoffs again. We do have money on this league this year. It is is it ten bucks a person? Yeah. So 120 bucks goes to the winner. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, no place for second. <clears throat> um, so we have a basically a battle between four teams, I'd say, for the sixth seed, that is Chalavi and two winches, one cuptain at 10 and 14. The baby faced assassins at 10 and 14, that's Dylan. You Connor at nine and mm-hmm. fifteen. I'm the captain now. And me at nine and fifteen, the jolly Aaron Roger. I would, you moved I would up two spots put... last week. I moved up two spots last week. Baxter dropped two, and Katrina dropped two. I think you could
1: put Baxter in there as well. Technically, there's still four wins that could happen. Yeah. Um, he's only so two he games get back. To
0: 12. He could get to 12 and uh, 16. Yeah, so technically he's still in it. He's well behind in points to the other four. But he's at 8 and 16. Uh, basically, the... <laughs> The old the gals down there at the bottom and the gallows of the the winches, the bellows of the ship. <laughs> Katrina and Katie down at the bottom, seven and seventeen for shiver me timbers, and six and eighteen for the tentacle ticklers. And from down there at the bottom, it's really easy to tickle those <coughs> tentacles. <laughs> Anyways, looking at matchups for next week. Uh, not sure if you know this, Connor, but big news on the Katie front. Not going to spoil it here, but not sure if you knew that. Wow. Uh, moving on. Right. Um, matchups. Uh, she says she's play not listening to the podcast right now. By the way, she's a few weeks behind, so she's probably not even going to hear this. Mm. Uh, I play <coughs> the number 6 seed right this week, 2 winches,
1: 1 cuptain. Ooh, uh, good. In so got a chance so there. I've got a chance, Sean, you play the 7 seed. Nice. So the, four so the teams four... that you mentioned um are playing this week. However, it looks like you're
0: somehow well, right <laughs> Can you tell them what the... um? Yes, so last week, the point bonus was... Was it two points per reception for wide receivers? This week, it's a rotten treasure. <laughs> and you lose... Uh, it's minus one point for every quarterback incomplete... Or anybody. Minus one point for any incompletion. Uh, I was
1: wondering why Dylan was only projected 79 points. I was looking at his roster. All QB points are... The highest ones are around 15, and that's if they're running ones. Uh Dilly Dilly is currently starting Matt Ryan, the Superflex, who's projected to have negative two point three points.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny. Um, so right now, Sean, you're projected to win by about 50, about 40. So that's true. Um, and
0: guess who's on the bench? Uh Baltimore. Sean Watson. This is the only league I have him in. I don't have him anywhere else. Well, it's it, it's a good <clears> league <throat> to have him in because with all the booty
1: around. Um But yeah, so and... these our two games are really the ones that will decide the the six seed. And then next week I play the ten seed. Sean, you play the four seed, walla walla. Chalavi plays the two seed in Queen Anne's Revenge. This is, this is week fourteen, so looking ahead, Queen Anne's um, is then, on
0: a severe slide right now.
1: And then uh, Dylan plays Shiverme Timbers, who's eleven seed, so he might catch a break there. Except for um, he's still averaging seventy-three points because of all the buys. And again, that's with this is with our current points for the uh, minus one frame completion. So um, those projections aren't really accurate what is the uh week 14
0: treasure is one point for uh receptions over 10 yards
1: interesting okay and then what
0: do we know what the playoffs ones are there aren't any in the playoffs there are none yeah okay i wasn't sure so you if there were you, you try to get the best team with all the treasures and then there's no treasures in the playoffs
1: i I couldn't remember if there were no treasures in the playoffs or there were all the trevor treasures in the playoffs
0: (laughs) that would be crazy (laughs) (laughs) because then you'd have an extra well it would basically offset because i think we don't we have a week of point per completion and you have a negative point for incompletion so that would offset each other you could just do all the
1: positive ones yeah and then but i mean two points per Wide receiver, two points for running back catches, two points for tight end catches, a point for first down rushing, a point. I mean, Lamar Jackson would tear that up, him and, J- <laughs> and Jalen Hurts, if they had yeah. a, a good game.
0: Um, <clears throat> swaps this week. I took a dollar of fab from Katrina because her team's terrible. Uh, Mexican stole Kirk Cousins from Katie, and gave back Jimmy Garoppolo. One, one could argue for Jimmy Garoppolo there, but Kirk Cousins is probably better. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> J-Lop took Justin Herbert from Kiro and sent back Russell Wilson. That, uh, that, sucks. that one hurts. Uh, Chalavi, Baxter I guess got confused on what tab to protect his players on, so Chalavi stole Mark Andrews from Baxter, sending back David Njoku. Connor, you took Garrett Wilson from F Ballers Bum and gave back Gabe Davis. Yeah, and I think pretty that's even all there. Of uh, I'd rather have Garrett Wilson, but. Well, I know that's why I got Garrett Wilson. <clears throat> but... So that is the Pirate League. Um, I will say before we get to dad jokes, um, as the season is coming to a close, especially in Dynasty, maybe in Pirate League, be thinking of, like, rule changes and tweaks that you want to propose for next season. Brian's got a list. For example, in Dynasty, uh, I'm thinking about putting this up to a vote of doing away with the drafting divisions each year and just keeping the divisions the same each year because I kind of, I mean, it would be fun to have, like, this is your division every year you play these teams the most every year and then you get yeah. like divisional rivals that way but the twist of drafting divisions is interesting so i don't know i don't know how the lead how would you fall on that i would i would almost think that we would need
1: to like hand pick the divisions first like well, you and dylan I, like you and dylan separate
0: uh, I think we would Ryan just, and in separate. I think we like... could just vote, do a vote. Like if we choose to keep divisions the same going forward, we would choose between keeping the divisions the same as this year or doing the same divisions that we had last year. Like I could just pull them mm-hmm. up and we could choose that because they don't seem to be too lopsided this year or last year. Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. Anywho. <clears throat> be thinking about rule changes, uh, especially in the Dynasty League. We'll um, discuss those and make those changes, I guess, after Christmas. This is when the, I guess the championship week is probably Christmas weekend again this year. Maybe the weekend after Christmas. It would be week, week 17. 17, right? Yeah.
1: Week 17 would be December 29th, so January 1st. Week after Christmas. Yeah, so like New Year's Day. Everyone's gonna find out. January first is, well, I guess technically you could have, uh, the January second game is ooh, January second game is Bills bangles for the championship. Nice. So just if we're playing, man, this, if that was <laughs> if that was, me and, have, Dylan, was me and Joe Dylan, because you have Joe Mixon,
0: I have Joe Mixon, and Dylan has Josh Allen, Josh Allen. and Stephon Diggs. Oh, that you'd would have be the a really worst night, bad night of my life. <laughs>
1: Cause then the, the Thursday game for uh, championship week is Cowboys versus Titans. Okay. It's not not too big, but just, I'm just going to go through a couple. I know we're already over our, what we thought we were going to do, but uh, I'm going to do some highlights of matchups for championship week. Just get people excited. Uh, Cardinals are playing the Falcons. Um, Let's see this. Eagles are playing the Saints. The Bucks are playing the Panthers. Gross. This one kind of sucks. Chiefs are playing the Broncos. Um, yeah. good defense there. Where's that at? At the Chiefs. Uh, Bears at the Lions could be a very high scoring. In the dome, no defense That's game. Good. Yep. Um, Browns at Commanders, 49ers at Raiders. Okay that could be high scoring Vikings at Packers divisional game. Uh,
0: I wish it was Minnesota but yeah.
1: If Rodgers is playing,
0: could be uh, a good uh, game. I guess it's week 17, but the Vikings could easily have the division locked up by then, so
1: True. Um and then True. the Rams at the Chargers. So not Rams doesn't matter, but the, the Chargers. Um the Colts are at the Giants. Okay. Steelers at Ravens. Dolphins at Patriots. Ooh. Jaguars at Texans. They Dolphins oh, playing
0: have... in New England in mm-hmm. January. And yep. those with those candy uni- candy green uniforms. Um uh,
1: <coughs> uh, yeah. Jaguars at Texans. I guess you don't have you have Kirk though, right? Mm-hmm. But again, I guess that doesn't matter. And then jets at Seahawks. And that, that would round them out. Hmm. So Okay, interesting. Any Mike White. It's only a month away. Oh, that's crazy. Also, this is the last thing, and then we'll get to dad jokes. Uh I started to listen. I didn't start listening. There was a uh 2023 a podcast that I listened to. Basically looked forward to the to the people that are coming out this year in uh, the rookies that will be here next year, basically. So uh, do you have any initial thoughts on, obviously everyone said 2023 is going to be the best class ever.
0: Definitely some of the top prospects that you thought would be there have been injured or haven't played Mm -hmm. super well this year. So that kind of sucks. We'll see how the draft uh, combine and stuff plays out, how the senior bowl stuff plays out. I think it's gonna be uh it's got better running backs at the top than twenty twenty two, better quarterbacks for sure. Um mm-hmm. still not deep at quarterback though. And the wide receivers are probably gonna be end up being pretty comparable to last year. Yeah, so the
1: the top guys just you're y'all are gonna know him anyways, but it's like Bijan Bijan Robinson is most likely the one oh one. And then you got your two quarterbacks. Maybe even maybe
0: even in Superflex.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Top quarterback, C.J. Stroud, uh, Bryce Young, and then Jack Jackson Smith and Jigbo, which is what you were talking about, has been injured all year. I think he has five receptions this whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Addison guy for USC now.
0: Uh, Butte, the LSU receiver. So if you would have, we would have talked the about TCU. this last season, it would have been Robinson and Butte at the top. Like mm-hmm. that's how good of a prospect Butte was or is. Yeah, he yeah. And they played had, very well this year.
1: They've had some down uh, quarterback play, new coach, new system, stuff like that. And well, then the,
0: at the beginning of the season, he did the whole like cleared his Instagram of all LSU stuff. Like he did that that dumb thing. So it's gonna be a not thing not now with look. NIL. And then last last one I wanted to mention was the
1: TCU wide receiver that's been balling Ooh. out. I love that guy. I love They're, that guy. They, <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love that guy yeah. um, quentin johnson's name johnston
1: i think it's got johnston. a T in it uh and then there's just a couple running backs the jameer gibbs uh yeah the tcu running back too as well so
0: just some random guys but i just wanted to hear your thoughts you got a you got a joke uh yeah keeping in the in the theme of the booby battle what does one boob say to the other boob If we know. don't get some support, people are going to think we're nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one. That's pretty good. Um, well, I'm going to go more of a Christmas theme. Uh, hence the Christmas hat for all you watching online. Uh, what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire?
0: Hmm. Frostbite. Ah, very nice.
1: There you go. So Sean gives you jokes for dads, and I'll give you an actual dad joke that you can tell your kids.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, That's it, everybody. Good luck in week 13. Keep making your playoff pushes. Don't quit on your teams. Connor, give me a thumbs up if you can hear this music. Loading? All right. Peace out, everybody.